Good morning, ladies, and this is Lisa Hawkins with Christian Warrior Woman. Today, I want to talk about something very key that each of us could benefit from, no matter what your situation is. If you're riding high in success, praise the Lord. If you're struggling and and stressed, praise the Lord, because today I'm going to talk about the promise of rest and what that really stands for and how we can activate that life based on what we've learned thus far in the first 12 chapters of Joshua. You know, I am the author of Christian Warrior Woman, and it's a guide um, for, it's a guide taking back your faith, family, and future. And this morning, it was so appropriate that I look and think, wow, you know, I've been doing the podcast and the Lord said he wanted me to start in the book of Joshua. And when I think about the relationship of the book of Joshua and the relationship to the book that I wrote, they so complement each other. I wish I could tell you that this was my magnificent plan, but what I can tell you, this is God's magnificent plan for you. And the words that are being shared are for you because whether we want to admit it or not, We are each in a battle for our life, for our children, for our wealth, for our health. Every day, we are living in a battle and we are warring against spirits and principalities. Not trying to sound spooky or anything, but you can look in the world today, whether in the news or whether on social media. And the thing that I find interesting is we are now finding it challenging to know what the truth is anymore. Am I the only person who's seeing that now the truth seems to be questionable, depending on who you listen to or who you talk to? But what I do know is true is the Word of God. And what Joshua shows over and over again between Moses and Joshua's life is that the promises of God are true and will manifest in your life. And he gives not only examples in his book, but you'll see examples in the book, Christian Warrior Women, of women today who are living with the promises of God, overcoming their fears and doubts and worries and shame and prospering. You know, I share in one of the stories of going from making the choice for my family to be unemployed and having no plan. And then God comes with a plan that is above and beyond what I was ever thinking and landed me an opportunity to make $2,500 in three hours. And how the Lord prosperously guided me for nine months. It took me to hold the faith to believe that, wow, this is real. And this is going to happen every month that God, when he makes a promise that I'm going to make you whole, that I'm going to cover your bills and finances, that he does. And not only does it make minimum, but does it make max. So I don't know about you, but I would ask you today to stop living with the spirit of I or the spirit of me and live by the spirit of God, because that will release the treasures of heaven to cover your daily life here and forevermore. I don't know about you. 
I don't like when people try to share with me that, oh, the struggle is for today, but one day I'll be in heaven and all the, the world struggles will roll away. That is nice, but the Lord's word shows me that I can not only live prosperous now, but I have it forever. And the book of Joshua shows us that, that we will battle and we will have the Lord before us. And it won't be that we have to personally um, kill or steal, rob or destroy anybody, but that the Lord brings his judgment. When we align our faith with God, then his actions follow through and you will see that the Lord will remove your enemies out of your way. Well, in Joshua, the Lord had to destroy and kill not only the people, but their oxen. And you might say, well, wow, that just seemed really harsh. Boy, God of the Old Testament didn't play. But you know what? God in the New Testament doesn't play either. And some of the stress and worry and and circumstances you are going through is because because sin brings that. And the, the Canaanites in this instance had reached the magnitude of sin. And the Lord had to show and defeat them by they were worshiping, excuse me, 50 million gods. They were sacrificing children to their gods. They were using blood offerings, but they were idolaters. And the Lord wanted to take his lowly people who he brought from slavery and sin to faith and victory over the wicked. And I don't know about you, but in today's society, should not the Christians in the workplace be the ones whose light is shining and overshadowing all of the non-believers in the workplace, in our community, in our marriages, in our, in our relationships, in how we manage our money? Should our light not shine? And I'm promising you that if you do, as the Lord said in these first um, 12 um, chapters, where he said to consecrate yourself, we learned what that meant. And if you're just tuning in today, I advise you to go back to podcast one and catch up with us so you'll know what I'm talking about. The Lord talked about consecrating our lives. He also said to be strong and courageous. Why? Because the battle can be long. The battle can be tough. The battle can be bloody, but the battle has been won. You see, when we are in a fight, we have to have a mindset that, you know what? Christ already died for me on the cross. My victory is guaranteed if I choose to follow the word of God. If I choose to believe the word of God, if I choose to activate my actions based on my faith in God's word. And in Joshua, you saw that the Israelites chose that they would follow what Joshua said because they believed that Joshua heard from God and was God's chosen leader. And they said, we will follow you into battle. So no matter how rough these battles were against these 30 kingdoms, and I'm telling you, when you've got Anakites and Nephilims and, and people who are tall as trees, etc., you know, fear is something 
that can overwhelm you. Fear can overwhelm you when you have a CEO or a vice president come and sit to talk to you about your business or talk to you about your career. You might get nervous. You might get fearful because of the power that they have with the wave of a pen. But I'm telling you, God has the power to take that hand to write promotion, advancement, and moving forward for your career. And what would that do for your life? What would that do that if you had a conversation with a powerful leader, maybe you can get recruited to another job or maybe you can advance where you are? How that could change your your life, your family's life, your confidence, your ability to provide at a higher level and to elevate your life to a place of caring for family members, but bringing joy and bringing peace and bringing rest to you worrying about your financial situation. Have you ever asked yourself, what does the promise of rest do? Well, I will tell you, when you rest, it includes the absence of anxiety, fear, stress, confusion, and conflict, which provide futile and exhausting attempts to fix our own problems through, guess what, self-effort, and sometimes we will use sin to make overlook. We're going to sin because this will get us to our goal. Right. Maybe if I sleep with this good looking guy, maybe he is the one. Maybe he will be my husband. And maybe if I sleep with him and do whatever I got to do to make him think I'm the the most satisfying woman in the world, then he'll marry me and then I'll have money and then I'll have coverage. Well, guess what? That's a, a temporary sinful fix that probably won't work. Because just like you can think of that idea, so could the next woman that he's with can do the same thing. But we have to be rest that God has a plan for us and that it's not always has to come from another person, meaning a man has to come into your life to bring that rest, to remove that stress. No, God can bring it to your life directly. So when I shared how the Lord brought a business into my life where I made $2,500 in three hours and looked at, wow, I could work. I could have five clients and a week and you do the multiplication, $2,500. I could work one person a day and what a life that could provide. That had nothing to do with another person. So when we're praying and resting in the promises of God, make sure that they're God's promises and not our hopes and dreams. Because sometimes, guess who else is hearing your prayers as well? The enemy. And so he'll throw in, and I will tell you, and you may have heard this um, through other podcasts, that the enemy sent me every imaginable dream guy possible who could have just, I could have just walked away into a life with them, and I could have had my bills, my this and that covered. But I thank God that my prayer has always been that, Lord, you will give me a sign that this is the man for me and that you will make it swift and quick that I will know they are not for me. And I will tell you, because of that humble, honest prayer, that 
many men try to move or come into my life. And the Lord revealed it in the first dinner or the first conversation. And sometimes we never made it after the first few minutes of conversation. And that's what we need. We need God to be activated in our lives so that we make wise decisions. So let me give you another definition of rest that I researched when I was looking online and found it um, in a podcast. And it was rest, R-E-S-T. I feel like I want to sing respect. But anyway, when we look at the Lord spoke um, to this person and they got the acronym for rest. And it was restoring everything Satan took. I don't know about you, but um, it reminds me of the scripture in Isaiah 58, 11 through 12. And I'm going to read the NIV version. The Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land and will strengthen your frame. You will be like a well-watered garden, like a spring whose waters never fail. Your people will rebuild the ancient ruins and will raise up the age-old foundations. You will be called repairer of broken walls, restorer of streets with dwellings. So here I see how the Lord, what does he promise you? He promised to guide, to satisfy, to prosper, to refresh, to rebuild, to raise up, to repair and restore his people. When, again, when we think of this scripture, and this may be one that you want to memorize, because you read this, because I'm saying this podcast once, will the app, will anxiety and fear flee this moment? It can in many of you. But what it's going to take is your faith. And your faith is the actions you choose every day to make sure you diminish the effects of anxiety, fear, stress, shame, confusion, and any conflicts. Because when it raises up, we have to raise ourselves and we have to elevate our knowledge and elevate our thinking, elevate our emotions to say, you know what? I'm no longer going to operate in the spirit of I and me, but I'm going to operate by the spirit within me called the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to follow my Lord Jesus Christ because he's promised And if the Lord promises, he always fulfills his promise. And that's what these 12 chapters thus far has reiterated down to the minute detail of the territory, where it laid and who was ruler, who was king, who concluded with who. And so think about it. The Lord knew their names and intimate details. He knows that about you as well. And so I want you to think about why you are armed and you are ready. We struggle against enemies as I started out and the enemies and also our own desires to sin. You know, Satan's forces and opposition is in the world, but God provides each of us 
weapons for every battle. One challenge or hardship often can follow another, but our Lord is with us because he overcame the world and we are more than conquerors. Jesus Christ has power over sin and his power over sin is ours. We experience this reality when we trust God and faithfully do the right thing in the right way and sometimes under the wrong circumstances. Did you hear me? We choose to do the right thing in the right way under the wrong circumstances because it's not what people would expect. When people have harmed or brought harm to us, they don't expect us to return love. They don't expect us to return respect. And many of you have, you know, sometimes there's these messages that teach all this wealth, health, and and all this good news, and that is possible. But let's not forget, every believer, the enemy is warring against you to steal your faith, to steal your identity, to steal your power. Do you think he's just going to let you lay rest as you win over souls? No, there's going to be a battle. So we were never promised to always be healthy, wealthy, and immune from suffering. But God promises a fruitful outcome in the end, in this life, and beyond. So God's promises that he is with us in our storms and in our valleys, and he knows and tends to all our needs. Throughout each day, we should pray boldly, confidently, and expectantly, as Joshua did. God provides all we need to faithfully do what he has called us to do. When I see the boldness of what Joshua prays to make the sun stand still, how did he get there? You think that just happened overnight? Think about how faithful Joshua was when he served under Moses, what he learned, what he saw, what he witnessed. And that's why I asked you to list out your victories, your battles that were won with God in your journal yesterday, because it's that history that builds that rich and elevated faith for him to declare to earthly elements because the power of God was within him and was speaking through him. And that boldness didn't come from his own strength. That boldness came from him being on his knees and in prayer and in being faithful and consecrating himself and following the word of being strong and courageous. And that's what we have to have. That boldness that when we're praying, We've got to get up early in the morning and pray. I don't care if you fall asleep halfway through that scripture. I want you or through your prayer, you're on your knees and God rewards your faithfulness. Guess what? You may start out trying to pray for two hours or an hour or whatever and may doze off, but you're there and you are working toward building. You have to start from somewhere. You can't just you just don't wake up one day and start praying for three hours. Some people might. But on a whole, we have to exercise our faith 
in reading our word and in prayer and talking to God about and hearing God. It's not sometimes we got to just be in his presence. It's not all of our prayers and all our lists. Oh, God, do all these things for me and blah, 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 blah. No. How about praising God and then sitting just in his presence in silence, giving him your time? What will that bring to your life? I want you to focus on what's to come, not what's in your past. You don't need to be like Lot's wife. Looking back on your past. What did we say that rested for? What did we say, people? Restoring. We're about bringing restoration of all the things that have been stolen. So we talk about restoration of everything. Not some things. Of everything Satan took. And believe it or not, you're even unaware of all that's been stolen from you. Sin destroys. And if you're like me and like everybody else, you've got more sins than you can even remember. That's why when we accept our Lord Jesus Christ, we are made clean. We are made pure. And we are why we call it born again. Then we're aware of our sins in our areas of repentance and areas that we need to repent and and not walk in again. And if you struggle in an area that you seem to not be able to get out of, you need to break pride with the spirit of I and me that I can do this. No, you can't. The enemy is depending on attacking you alone and broken. You need to gain a prayer partner. You need to, when we activate our online course, to join women globally who are strengthening one another, believing for one another, and encouraging one another. The promise of rest. You will see Joshua didn't conquer 30 kingdoms alone. Joshua conquered it with the Israelites, and the Israelites committed themselves to Joshua because they believed that God had anointed him to victory and they believed what he said and they saw the Lord support and respond to Joshua's prayer. And so you, whether in your church family or you join our tribe and Christian warrior women, women globally going after elevating their careers, elevating their relationships, elevating their faith, elevating their children, but most of all, elevating their faith with God for generations to come. You see, Josh, Moses and Joshua were not only working for blessings in their lifetime, but in the future of the Israelites so that their children and their children's children will know the promises of God. And today, you sharing your battles won with God, with your children will be more powerful than telling them to read the Bible or telling them to memorize a memory verse. I had to do that as a child. And I think how fruitful it would have been if I would have heard along with the word real life stories of my parents' victories with God and what they overcame. 
And my mother shared a lot of her battles and struggles. And I saw a lot of those battles and struggles that she was fighting in her own strength. But I also saw a grandmother who prayed three times a day and wept before the Lord to cover her and her children, her children's children. And I am the last of her six children. And I know every day that every blessing and every um, fruit, every fruitfulness of my hands began with the prayers from my ancestors, began with the prayers of my grandmother on her knees praying when many times she would have me pray with her and I would be falling asleep as a child or I'd wake up and my knees would be like stiff. Or I always said, dang, I'm never going to have pretty knees because I've been kneeling for so long. But what I know today that she may not be with me in physical body, but her prayers and the blessings and the promises that she prayed for and declared to God are manifesting in my life today. And that is the only reason that I have the power and strength and words to do a podcast every day, to have written the book. And my goal is to continue on what God is calling me to do, not what man is calling me to do and not what I think I should do. Because if I was going on what I think I would do, I would definitely not be in the healing and elevating and restoring type ministry. But God is faithful and allowed me to witness so many physical healings, emotional healings, that I have no choice. I am compelled to be in this line of ministry, to touch women's lives with what the truth is, and for them to battle against doubt and fears and shame and worry, and to know that they can rest in a risen Savior, that they can rest, that God knows every detail of their life, and that he will bring them victory. So I ask you to say that, you know what, Joshua conquered 30 kingdoms. And you might say, man, that sounds about what I have. I got 30 maybe different problems, or maybe you have five. Whatever your struggle and your battle is, the word promises you, not Lisa, The word promises you rest. And I want you today to focus on, which is appropriate for a Sunday, that we are, most of us are going to church, resting and believing what we heard in services. But that has to last us Monday through Saturday as well. And so how does that last? It lasts by us consecrating our lives, being strong. Every day we go to work, we have to get up and be strong and be courageous to endure the good and the bad. But if we remember that the people that we struggle with, it's not those people. It's the enemy using those people to steal your faith, your love, and your peace. And God is with you to restore everything the enemy has taken or will try to take in your future. So let's focus on our progress and not our past. And I pray that today for each of you, I want 
in your journal, that list you made yesterday of battles won to take your five or maybe you have 30 battles that you need to win with God and use your past history of victories and connect that story and that testimony with the battles you feel you're dealing with today. If it's confidence, then you want to focus on declaring and affirmations to to remove doubt. If it's lies, you want to remove the lies with truth. And sometimes it's difficult to do alone. And so I want you to stay tuned because you're going to see in the next few weeks that we're going to have a sign up where you can actually practice these live with other women. And we're going to do it online. And it's going to be fun. And it's going to be a faith. And it's going to change and transform your life and how you daily approach your day. And how your voice can be raised in the workplace to elevate people and to shine your light brightly. I'm not talking about preaching at the job. I'm talking about your work ethic being at a higher level and that God will give you insight and ideas to grow businesses that help promote and elevate you. It's time to gain back your the, the, the confidence that's been stolen. That's part of what's been stolen, your identity that's been stolen, the power that's been stolen, but your faith most of all. It's time to restore everything Satan has taken. I pray for you today, and I pray that you, if this is the first uh, message that you're hearing, that you'll go back and listen to the, to start with us from the beginning of Joshua. Um, And we're going to, the next lesson is going to talk about 13, and we will continue. So, hey, slay those dragons, slay those naysayers. And when I mean slay, pray for God to remove them out of your way. They can get promoted to another company. They can get moved to another department. But you stay focused and stay prayerful and watch God make a way for you. And he will deliver the land, the money, the progress, and the joy, and the rest for you now and for generations to come. Talk to you soon. God bless.